Hey guys, Tim James, your chemical free health coach. I'm back with my good buddy Pat Militich and his wife Lynn. Uh, how was the experience going around and, and learning how to shop healthy in a health food store? What did you learn? How little there actually is in a store that you can actually eat without chemicals and things like that. In it. Yeah. It was very eye opening of what we eat at home that even if you think that it's organic and you look, can you said, like look in the back, right. not the front. And you're like, okay, that was organic, but I shouldn't be eating this. So. Are you five time MMA? Well, I held a world title for three and a half years. Yeah, world title uh, MMA fighter, mixed martial arts. His wife is a doctor, and we don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are now listening to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com, and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, your host for the Health Heroes Show. I've got a special guest with us today. We've got UFC world champion and Hall of Famer, Pat Militich, the grand poobah of UFC. Pat, thanks for being on the show today. How are you, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I mean, I am... uh... I no longer identify as anyone associated with mixed martial arts, besides the fact I do commentary. <laughs> I mean, I, I associate with so many things now uh, that I'm into that, um, I don't know, it's weird. I fought so long ago, it feels like, that I don't even, uh, I don't really think about that part of my life. Although I'm going to be fighting June 6th coming up against Michael Nunn. For those that don't know who Michael Nunn is, that's the former uh, pound for pound best boxer in the world. Anyway, so anyway, uh, yeah. Are you going to be doing um, like, what kind of fight is it going to be? I'm going to be kicking and punching. He will be just punching. If he comes out barefoot, I know he's going to be kicking also. Oh, but so it's, it's, such a, a, real, sick it's a real fight. It's not like. Back when Tommy Hearns fought Sugar Ray Leonard, um, if you watch the replay of that, you can hear the commentators talking. Um, Leonard. I th- was it a draw or Leonard won a decision and, and Hearns had hurt him several times, uh, put him down and stuff. But uh, the commentators were saying nobody on the planet, including these two guys, want any part of Michael Nunn. That's how good Michael Nunn was. Wow. And uh, so he's allowing me, good in fact, that he's allowing me to kick. Wow. So, fun. That's, that's, so I'm that's using a lot of chemical cool. free, and, and... I'm training hard, using a lot of chemical free body uh, products and doing my thing, buddy. Cool. Well, that's awesome, man. So why don't we, um, you know, today we're going to get deep into the coronavirus, which is a hot topic right now, because I know you have, um, you know, for those of you that don't know, Pat, um, you know, I can tell you right now, like when I go around and talk to anybody in mixed martial arts and I bring up your name, they all know who you are. Everybody's like, that dude's like the grandfather of mixed martial arts in the UFC. So everybody in that realm knows you and you know that, right? But um, what people don't know, a lot of people don't know, is you guys have, you and Jeffrey Wilson have a podcast called The Conspiracy Farm, where you take these conspiracy theories that a lot of times are just truth, and you yeah, they debunk end up them. Being, when we discuss them, they're conspiracy theories, and a year, six months, two years down the road, three years down the road, everybody finds out that it was actually conspiracy fact. We just happen to be... Thinking differently than most people. I just think in terms of what's the undertow, not the surface of the water I never look at. I always I see the event or what's happening, mm-hmm. and then I look underneath it and go, why would somebody do this? Why yeah. Why is this happening? 
and people don't think people just act and react and shit. And it's just, it doesn't make sense to me. Right. Right. So yeah, you guys check them out on the conspiracy farm and, and then that's kind of, again, kind of might segue into how we met, you know, I was, um, uh, helping a guy when I was back in financial doing financial stuff and I was slinging greens out of uh, Ziploc bags and uh, John it was John Clark who introduced us that's right and um, and then you know you got you got on the products and you know tell us what happened with the products and then we'll get into the coronavirus I mean it it's it, it my god um, cleaned out my system that's for sure clarity mental clarity um, I mean now I've gotten to the point where you know I had asthma for a decade easy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't diagnosed with asthma, but I knew that's pretty much what I had. It was uh, breathing through a straw whenever I exercised. Um, yeah, a lot of aches and pains, um, mental, but mental cloudiness, a lot of stuff. But uh, I can breathe like I did when I was in my late twenties. It's really weird. I had a lot of damage to my body from gluten, uh, from a lot of you know a lot of other stuff. You know, of course, you know I lived a pretty crazy life. Um, drank plenty of, plenty of booze and, and, uh, did not do my body any justice by running that hard, you know, on both sides of the, both sides of the scale, so to speak. So, but, but no, I can, it's amazing. I can breathe. I can run and not build up lactic acid. Like I used to, I would start building up lactic acid within five minutes of a run. And, and it could be a run of five miles or the longest run I've ever done is 75 miles, but it all is miserable from the word go till the finish. Like I I couldn't figure out how everybody was talking when they were running and joking and laughing and having a good time. And I was just trying to breathe. It was, it was, it was, it was a struggle, but now I, I don't have to worry about that. I can breathe. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I had a, one of my best friends uh, had asthma growing up and he was a superior athlete, but, you know, like we were running pulls, you know, from left field to right field when we were playing baseball. And one day he just went down. Everybody's like, what's going on with Neil? And I was like, I know what's going on. I, you know, sprinted to the dugout and grabbed his inhaler and sprinted back out there and gave him a couple wow. puffs. And, and, you know, when you Probably can't breathe, that's life. a scary proposition. I fell out of a barn one time and landed on my back and I, w- I got up and I couldn't breathe. And my buddy, Mike McKinnon was pointing and laughing at me. And I'm like, uh, uh, he's just laughing and laughing and and then finally it came back and i was like whoa that's scary shit when you can't breathe i mean and the people have asthma and that's that's now think about this now think about this think about getting hit with a kick to the solar plexus or a liver shot with a left hook and not being able to breathe like that and at the same time having a trained killer still attacking you trying to put you away yeah think of that not breathing all right, now you make my story look pathetic, Pat. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you fell out of a barn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was it was the it was way up there. Yeah, I, I no, that, that would hurt. Mm, that I felt it was at least ten feet, maybe twelve feet. Yeah, I'm sure that's, that does not feel good. And by the way, for anybody that's watching, Tim's fans, um, I always wear reading glasses until they literally fall off my head. One of the arms is missing. I do not care. I wear them until they die. <laughs> okay, that's cool. All right, man. So let's get into this uh, coronavirus. I know you've been, uh, we chatted a little bit before, and you've kind of went deep on it. So why don't we, and and guys, keep an open mind to this stuff. I don't know what Pat's going to say, but um, like he said. This is your trigger warning. This is your trigger warning. everything <laughs> that I say, question everything that Pat says or any of the other clients that come on i like to live by first person experience 
But like you said, Pat, a lot of the things that you guys say mag- magically just seem to come true six months or a year later. And all of a sudden it becomes self-evident when everybody's going, that's a conspiracy. So what have you learned about the coronavirus? And specifically, what do you know about like where it really started from? And like, what's it made from? Does it come from bats? Does it come from monkeys? Was it man-made? What's the deal? Well, here's the thing. Look, I'm, I, first of all, first and foremost, I'm not a scientist, but I do a lot of research. And I have a lot of friends that are very smart who are scientists and, and special warfare guy, fighters and uh, you name it, man, intelligence people. I'm, I'm lucky to have a lot of really cool friends. So, um, you know, when this thing started... And suddenly I see on NBC, it's a bowl of soup with a giant, um, can I cuss on this? Yeah, we already did. So let's, we, we're, we're on the. I, I, yeah, I won't we cuss. All right. <laughs> it's a bowl of soup with liquid in it with a bat the size of a chihuahua sticking out of the bowl, right? Yeah. For effect, right? They're setting the tongue here right away. Right, uh, right. Apparently comes from bat soup. And then Tucker Carlson, who I normally like listening to, look. Um, I'm, I lean conservative. So Tucker, he's a funny guy and he's a witty guy. And I actually like listening to him, but I hear him the other day go, uh, that the coronavirus comes from a meat market in Eastern China. And I'm sitting there going, man, listen, um, I did a show with Jeffrey Wilson on our show, the, the conspiracy farm well over a year ago, the second time we had Diliana Gatanchaiva on our show, Diliana Gatanchaiva, for those of you who don't know, is a Bulgarian reporter who was fired for exposing Western weapon stashes in ISIS possession. Those weapons were being transported by Silkway Airlines, a cargo ship company, and a, and a shipping, actual water uh, shipping uh, company with the Marianne Danica ship. Those weapons were coming from Bulgaria. They were being fed to ISIS through Turkey, through uh, Lib- uh, uh, Libya. You know, if you remember the Benghazi attack, killed our yeah. ambassador. Hillary Clinton's responsible for that, lying bitch. But anyway... Um, the, 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 the whole thing is, is that this woman is, knows, her, knows her stuff. So she, in searching for weapons that were coming from Serbia to ISIS, stumbled upon documents that showed that we had 25 bioweapons and chemical weapons labs that encircled Eurasia. Now, in those documents, she also found that we had perfected the ability to create strains of viruses that attack specific DNA. And that on top of that, which is even more diabolical and scary, is that the scientists who worked in our laboratories, the, the 25 laboratories, had diplomatic immunity, meaning they could carry whatever the hell they wanted and ship whatever they wanted, and you couldn't search it. So mm. that tells you a little bit about why diplomatic immunity was given to these scientists. Now, all of a sudden, we have a virus breakout in Wuhan, China. Western media blames it on a Wuhan lab, um, and... Uh, and you, you sit there and you say, okay, number one, would China have done this to themselves, to their own country, to the distribution points, the manufacturing king of the world, pharmaceuticals, John Deere tractors are made over there. Uh, we send them the parts, they put them together, all that sort of stuff. Uh, auto manufacturing. Ceramic uh, turtles. <laughs> Whatever. You name it, dude. You, you name it. They, <laughs> Everything's they make it, made right? in so, China, man. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. Um were they willing to kill the entire global economy? Uh, was it us? Was it uh, nefarious groups within uh, the globalist community using intelligence officials and scientists to do this to potentially, um, you know, 
Look, they're already burning cash over in Asia. They're burning it by the billions, millions and billions. Um, is this a switch? Is this, is this a black swan event to go directly to um, digital currency? Um, you know, you got to think on, on lines of that. Is it um, something to collapse the economy, stock market for the purpose of getting rid of Donald Trump? Is it the purpose of collapsing the entire um, economy to be able to come in and buy it up um, on, on pennies on the dollar? Um, mandatory vaccines, are those going to be put in place? Um, all you got to do is have um, ports of entry for, you know, just, I mean, think about it. There's a lot of stuff not coming now from China already and Asia yeah. in general. Everything got shut down. John Deere shut down all of its operations. Everybody's shutting everything down. Um, this puts, brings everything to a grinding halt. Combined with that, uh, the Russians and the Saudi Arabians in an in a oil war, a pricing war, and suddenly we've got $1.95 gas in Iowa. And the people working up in the Badlands and, and in North Dakota and South Dakota and Montana and uh, the oil sands region of Canada suddenly don't have a job. There's a lot of stuff that's tied to this, right? Hmm. So it's it can be it, this is very scary stuff. And uh, but but here's the here's the kicker: if you have the Neanderthal gene, you're basically you can get sick, but it won't kill you. It's not deadly to you. This is where the episode with Diliana Gatunchaiva comes back in about our bioweapons labs that have perfected the ability to create strains of the virus that attack specific DNAs. That was in the right. documents. Okay, so um, we've got Neanderthal uh, DNA, you and I, and most North Americans do because we've been crossbreeding and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Europeans, um, but some mainland Chinese and uh, Mongolians, what, the Persians, I think, and uh, Pakistanis, some other groups, don't have the Neanderthal gene or enough of it, and they're they're very vulnerable. So that sucks. I'm just saying. Look, if you want to stay healthy, you you, um, you. I mean, really, it comes down to not having emphysema, diabetes, all these other things, right? Uh, from from eating sugar or smoking cigarettes, all this other stuff. If you're healthy right now and you have the Neanderthal gene, you're probably going to be okay. Um, but a lot of people out there that are you know, not okay. And also infants and elderly people are, are vulnerable to it. But, yeah. but, uh, so yeah, this is, go ahead. Well, I've been saying we've been, I've had a lot of conversations with clients about this and in our private coaching and our group coaching programs. And, and, you know, people are really concerned. The media is, was blowing it out of proportion in the beginning, I believe on purpose to yeah. hammer the economy. But the reality is, is that this might be a big deal. I mean, well, the, proje the projections. I, mean, I heard a projection saying if we stay on current trends, that by July there could be like 2.1 million cases in the United States, or at least. Confirmed. Well, but, but it, I think I'm not 100% sure, but I don't hear of any cases in the Philippines, and it's really hot there. Hmm. So by summertime, most of this stuff uh, drifts away, right? Yeah, I I don't know. That's why I was I haven't really had the time, uh, even though it's been a hot topic to get into it. That's why I wanted to start learning today because I know you guys have been into it and you're going even deeper than I was even thinking. I was assuming you're like, oh, it comes from here and this is what's happening. But what I do know is that I do know that over in China and other places, um, people are doing uh, high doses, super high doses of vitamin C IVs, and that will knock it out. And, you know, that's a therapy that's been used a long time over here for, for viruses or... Haven't they been trying to outlaw that in a lot of places? Yeah. In America? That, it, it's because it works. It yeah, works. that's so, what I mean. 
like like if somebody's gonna go do like you're gonna get a, a root canal pulled. You know, root canal is gonna. I don't care who you are. If you have a root canal, you have a systemic infection in your in your tooth. They so quote unquote saved your tooth, but now you've taken that infection and. It's a long story, but you have all these dental tubules. There's little microscopic caves, and in the front of your teeth, there's like you know two, three miles of them, and in the back teeth, you got about eight, nine miles. Bacterium can stack six wide in those little canals, and over time, they get filled up, and then they drain into your body, and your immune system's got to deal with that bacterial infection 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So right. when people pull them out, they run the risk of having some problems there, especially if it's the upper teeth that'll get up into the sinuses, which is a yeah. low oxygen area. Yeah. So that's why they recommend doing like vitamin C IVs prior to and sometimes after getting those root canals pulled so that if you have a large batch of E. coli and salmonella and other viruses and bacteria and um, and parasites, that it'll knock it out. So I never that, have heard, I, I've never heard that though, the application of vitamin C IVs uh, for that though. Oh, yeah, dude, it's 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 important, and and it could be used for all kinds of maladies. Vitamin C is like you right. can, it, it's 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 one of the basic forms of the foundational forms of you know like life, right? So, um, anyway, so that and if all these people that pull their root canals out, even if they didn't think they had a problem, every single person sent me a picture, and they're like, dude, my tooth was completely infected, right? Wow. So vitamin C IVs, high doses can be an option for you to look into. And again, I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to be. But, um, you know, I've used stuff like vitamin C IVs, sil uh, colloidal silver IVs, which is the okay. original anti antibiotic. Um, and then also um, uh, ozone. They're, they're taking ozone and putting it in, which is high levels of, you know, O2 yeah. into the bloodstream. And all those things will kill viruses or stop them from replicating. And then okay. also, you know, we have the um, the chlorine dioxide formula we talked about. We can microdose with, so or it's also called MMS. Very controversial, but been using it myself for years and referring it to clients, and they've been using it, and it uh, works like a darn for um, viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, and mutagens. So, but um, that's awesome. All right, I so, know a guy that, not to not to hold you up and, and yeah. send you off on a tangent, but I know a guy because my dentist uh, performed this um, root canal on another friend of mine and he said you wouldn't believe i'll just say that this guy is a former navy seal and uh used to coach my kids in swimming yeah um so he got a root canal and my dentist said hey um he went to shoot him up with xylocaine or whatever and the navy seal goes uh, former navy seal swim coach goes uh no man i don't need that and he goes dude this is a root canal and he goes i don't need it and he goes, my dentist said he didn't flinch one time during the mm -hmm. procedure. <laughs> I got a buddy like that from from uh, my baseball days. His name's Jason. Jason Meards, if you're out there, he would go in and just like get his teeth worked on. No Novocaine, no nothing. He's a cop now, and he's like, yeah, I love it. I just beat the shit out of people. <laughs> he loves it. He loves his job now. He like sees people coming and just like likes to stiff arm them and you know. You're not giving you're not giving cops a very good name right now, bro. <laughs> and you used his name. <laughs> we can bleep it out. We can bleep it. Out. No, he's a dude. One of the best one of the best hitters I've ever seen in my life. I think like he hit like I don't know. It was a, he hit like 500 or something. It's like the 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 f second half of the season. I don't even remember him getting out. I mean, he just he just just sat there and just like go go go. We're getting now. You got me off topic, Pat. Sorry, buddy. Uh, anyway, go so we're go gonna ahead. come right we'll back see. to the coronavirus. We're gonna take a short break. 
when we come back, we'll kind of get into more about the coronavirus and then what you can do about it to protect yourself in your own home. So we'll be right back in just a moment with Pat Militich, uh, former UFC champion and now um, co-host of The Conspiracy Front. We'll be right back. You want the absolute best for yourself, and you want it to be easy. That's why we created Green 85. It helps with weight loss, helps with hunger cravings, and helps with detoxifying the body gently. We're proud it's chemical-free, unlike almost all other supplements you'll find. We offer Green 85 in bundles on our auto-ship program for even greater savings. We look forward to hearing what Green 85 did for you. Okay, Health Heroes, Tim James here. We're back with UFC World Champion Pat Militich and host of The Conspiracy Farm with his co-host, Jeffrey Wilson, who's not here today. But hopefully we'll be able to get Jeffrey on with you another time, Pat. So today we've been talking about the coronavirus, and um, you kind of alluded to kind of where it came from. You went to some real you know, deep stuff there and the possibilities and like why is it happening and so what do you see – how do you see this thing playing out and uh, as far as like you know, how many people could be infected here in the United States and around the world? And, and um... Well, they just had Mardi Gras down in New Orleans, and a friend of mine sent me his, his own little Facebook Live podcast that he does. And he's a smart guy. He's former law enforcement, uh, Casey Nunes. And uh, mm-hmm. he uh, – he said, look, I was just down in New Orleans. You know, you got one and a half million people down there, and they've got confirmed cases already down there. So he goes, you got to figure uh, 1.5 million people walking around, and there's already three confirmed. He goes, it's got a 14-day incubation period. How many people have it that don't know and that are giving it to somebody else right now? So that's that's how it spreads because of the long incubation period. You know, it doesn't hit quick. So um, that's, that's the scary part. But the reaction... The action, reaction, you know, um, World Health Organization, the CDC, all these different groups who are authorities on this are going to say, yep, got to close down all public schools, got to shut down that port, got to shut down these airports, got to do this, got to do that. The, the economy comes to a grinding halt. The stock market takes a giant dive, potentially. Uh, mm-hmm. It already has taken some pretty hard dips, yeah. um, scaring some people. And, uh, I mean, I was talking to some people who play the stock market today. I was talking to them today and they're like, yeah, man, we're way down right now. And I said, uh, you didn't get out. Did you get out? Nope. Didn't get out. And, uh, so I, I pay attention to the financial sector part of things. Could this be camouflage to disguise a monetary reset or just collapse slash reset? Um, because Deutsche Bank's been dying for a long time. Wells Fargo closed 800 branches. Um, the bank CEO has on record saying that the Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank no longer have QE, quantitative easing options. That means injecting a bunch of digital imaginary currency numbers into the economy to save it. They don't have that option anymore. So this stuff can get, it can get, we're at a precipice, I think, right now. Um, again, people are going to go, look, well, what is this guy talking about? He's a former professional fighter. Um, a coach, um, and he's a talking head on TV for sports, for combat sports. Why would I even listen to this guy? Well, because I listen to people like Peter Schiff, who's an economist, who I've had on my show. I've talked to scientists whom, whom I've had on my show, um, who will give you, you know, the, um, you know, the alternative of what 
mainstream media is giving you. Mainstream media is just driving the panic. That's what they're there so for. So you guys, you guys are kind of like you and Jeffrey at the conspiracy farm. You guys are kind of like reality news, in a way. And well, we I've, I've watched your, I've watched your, at least. your viewership. We, What's that? Even even if it's a completely crazy, um, uh, a crazy question or thought, where oh my god, no no human being is capable of doing that level of evil or you know, this and that. There's no satanic pedophiles out there, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, no, there's people that are that evil and they're that powerful. And the you shit's know, been you, going You know on why people long. have such, I figured this out. The reason why people have such a hard time believing that somebody could do something so evil and so diabolical is because they are decent folks. Right. They're just decent they people like and they, they wouldn't think like they can't even like think that that somebody could do something like that. But right. the reality is, is that I've run into these people in my experience and there are people out there that absolutely will take advantage of you and they don't care about you and they're in it for whatever reasons. And it could be that they're being blackmailed or bribed and they got themselves into something that they don't want to be, but now they're there and they can't get out and they have to do certain things or they're going to be exposed. Whatever the reason is, these things are real and you guys have been exposing that. And if it wasn't working, what you're saying, and people weren't seeing those things come true, your viewers, you wouldn't have over like two, three million views on your show already. I mean, you guys are growing leaps and bounds right, with right. your show. Well, yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's like I said, we are contrarian thinkers. You know, um, look underneath the, the surface of the water mm -hmm. and always think, what is the motive for the event that I'm seeing? What would be the motive in all of that? Mm -hmm. And piece that together. And the action itself, no matter how heinous, can be explained by the underlying circumstances and facts. You know, that's, yeah. that's, just, that's just good detective work, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, think like a criminal. So anyway, yeah, the coronavirus. So either what, way, what do, what have you? I'll get into what I know, but from the experts and the people you've talked to, what are the you know the basic, simple, day to day things that you've learned that people should do or consider doing to protect themselves from the coronavirus? Um, you know, that kind of make sense to you. Well, I mean, obviously, wash your hands and all that good stuff, um, simple stuff, but. Um, I mean, eat healthy, take good supplementation, um, and make sure you're getting enough sleep, drinking enough fluids as you preach constantly. Right. Um, my daughter's performance, uh, my 15 year old daughter was not drinking enough water at all, hardly any water during the day. And she's a competitive swimmer and she was having a lot of trouble having problems sleeping, problems, uh, in practice and, uh, getting frustrated, uh, mentally fatigued. And she started drinking about a gallon of water a day, and we've kind of really monitored that. And she's doing a lot better. She's doing a lot better just from the water intake. Yeah. You know? yeah. Actually, I, I heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but it kind of made sense, but I don't know. But um, somebody, who was it? They, they said that if, if you get the coronavirus, like let's say you touch something and then you, you know, where you touch your mouth, your nose is the problem because then it starts working its way in. Hey, you, should never, you should never touch your mouth. Yeah. So if if if, you, if you're drinking lots of water, what I heard was that it's always it's going to wash the virus down into your stomach and your acid will kill it. But if you don't drink a lot of water, it'll go 
um, through your air pipes and get into your lungs. So well, I don't I know have, if that's. Yeah, I have no scientific. Uh, I don't I know about that or not, on but... that, but uh, I can tell you. Here's the crazy thing, and uh, some people have laughed in in my face when I told them this, but they wouldn't laugh um, if they knew, you know, because I said I got sick in Albuquerque, New Mexico, over a month ago. We did a show out there at the Route 66 Casino. It wasn't the Route 66 Casino's, you know, uh, lack of hygiene or anything like that. There was just a lot of people there. Um, our entire crew, almost our entire crew, um, flew home. We did the show Friday night. Um, Saturday morning, everybody flew home. And then Sunday afternoon into Sunday evening, all of us, almost all of us started getting sick. And um, it, it it was from the footage that I've observed in China of Chinese people in hospital beds and shaking and convulsing violently. Um, I was doing that in my basement and I had this for, and a couple guys that I worked with who got really sick. Also, um, one of them, Christian Sutton, great guy. He goes, he goes, I swear to God, we had the, we had it. We had the coronavirus. He goes, I've never experienced anything. And he's, you know, 40 some years old. He goes, I, I have never experienced anything like that in my life. Now, I've had pneumonia a couple times in my life, but my lungs were not affected even this badly with pneumonia, um, and I didn't shake violently like this. Um, I literally was jolting. I was shaking so hard, and uh, but it sounded like two bowls of soup. My lungs sounded like bubbles going through uh, bowls of soup for almost 10 days, and then I started to heal up. Yeah, uh, It was, it was bad, man. Call me, dude. Dude, I was bedridden. I was on the couch in the basement, quarantined, um, and my poor wife got it, and she was really sick and had to keep doing stuff. And my kids caught it, but they 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 shook it off pretty easily. Yeah. Well, you're bulletproof, I guess. <clears throat> you froze, so it's so I it's can connection I can still lost. hear you. It'll, 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 it'll come back. Soon. We we can hear you. You've got a you've got a good pose going right now. <laughs> So hopefully it'll come back. There we go. So, um, well, let me just share a little bit from, you know, like from what I know is like the, the coronavirus is a virus. Okay. We're pretty much clear on that. So what are the standard things that I do when people are coming to me and um, asking about how do I, you know, heal from a virus or beat viruses? Well, number one, you alluded to it earlier. It's, it's having a healthy lifestyle. Drinking lots of water and staying hydrated is going to be number one. Chewing your food really, really, really well so you digest your food better. Um, avoiding liquids with meals so you'll get more di better digestion. Um, taking a moment to do some breath work before you eat. These are some of the foundational things we teach. These are all things that are going to help boost your immune system. And the breath work helps because it can reduce stress too. You don't have to do it just when you eat. Now, as far as things that are, you know, we have our product line and all that stuff. Of course, that's going to boost your immune system to help protect you. That's what I do um, is I help people get their immune system. So when these things come, like I don't get sick anymore. I don't get colds. What's a cold? It's a virus, right? right. And if I do get it, right. I might notice it. The only time I get it now is when I get three, four days of poor sleep in a row because I'm working on a project. But other than that, I mean, I don't, I just don't get sick and it's freaking awesome because I used to get these terrible colds and every year they were getting worse and they take longer and coughing up all that brown shit, you know, and just the, the sore throat and just like, ugh, I hated that. And um, I don't want to be in bed for two weeks. It sucks. So right. things that you can do that are antiviral. And number one is um, is colloidal silver. And this is something you can get at a drugstore. Um, there's a brand I use called Sovereign Silver, and you can spray it. I prefer to um, 
like um, like spray it and then like oh no the sniff I like the I like the one that goes up the nose because uh, that way it goes directly into the lungs it's a yeah, spray bottle we can, lungs, yeah. like that I, that's that was all the stuff that, that that was the stuff that enabled me to quit using um, uh, antibiotics when I was younger um, every the change of seasons I'd get yes. uh, bronchitis and stuff. It's much more powerful to go up the nose because then if you swallow it, again, it goes in the stomach acid. It's not as effective, okay? Yeah. Now, a better way would be, you know, possible. Uh, you can IV it too, but you have to hunt around to find a doctor that will administer it because it's a little taboo. Um, I have a guy here locally that does that for my clients. But anyway, so, so Sovereign Silver or Colloidal Silver. Yeah. Sovereign Silver is the brand that I recommend that okay. I use. Another thing is, um, it's basic, is just essential oils, like the Thieves Blend, or if you're using that Longevity company, or if it's hey, uh, on friend, If my scientist friend George Pardos was on right now, he's a retired Marine and a scientist. He's the guy that we've had on several times. I'm sure you... you oh, I know George. Him. I was on his radio show, The Bear. Okay. So, so if you start talking about essential oils, he's going to start calling you Karen. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is that they have antimicrobial properties. Right. 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 Antiviral. Yeah. So if it can boost your immune system and it's a, an assistance, I'm not saying it's going to knock out the virus, but who knows? It's going to help. And it, maybe it does if it catches it early. And that's something you can make essential oils and you could gargle with them. You can swallow them. Oregano oil is very powerful. Um, rosemary oil is very powerful. Lemon oil is very powerful. All these things, if you get a true natural source, Pure, you you know, pure eucalyptus oil, very good for the lungs, and it's actually a ther eucalyptus oil is actually one of the therapies that we recommend for people that have asthma. It's, we have a protocol to help people uh, get off their inhalers. It's right. so anyway. So essential oils is another option. Um, um, acidic water, like two point five pH water, you can get those from those uh, those Kangen machines. I have one of those. That is another way to do it, and just drinking good water, purified water. Um, not that you would swallow the 2.5, but you would gargle with it. Right. And then you'd consume like the 9.5 water. Um, let's see what else. Um, see, I used to just, I used to just drink vodka and pickle myself and then I never got sick. Yeah. That would be but since I quit drinking, I got to do all the right things. I know. Geez. Now you have to be all healthy and stuff. And a couple other hacks would be daily infrared saunas. Um, anytime you heat up the core temperature of your body, you're going to kill a virus. That's why when you get the flu, you get what? You get a temperature. Yeah. Yeah. It's your body's natural defense mechanism. It's going to raise your core temperature and kill that virus. So you can artificially do that either by doing infrared saunas or you can take a – if you don't have a sauna in your house, you can take a ginger bath where you take one cup of ginger root powder, put it in the bathtub – Stir it around, and then you know, do not get it into your eyes. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I was, I thought you were talking about a stripper named Ginger. No. no okay. No, okay. No, that was Gilligan's Island. You're getting confused for those. All right. So, not to interrupt you, but listen to this. <laughs> um, Long Island, New York, quarantine um, has just received what he considers actionable intelligence. A gentleman, uh, Oklahoma Squatch. Um, is his handle on Twitter has just received uh, what he considers actionable intelligence that Long Island, New York, is about to be quarantined uh, and routes in and out of the of that area closed. And we know that 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 there has been a perimeter set up. They're talking about Cuomo's talking about bringing in the National Guard. This is New York City. How many New York City 
uh, folks, gangbangers, stuff like that, that have guns. How long is it going to take for National uh, Guardsmen who have quarantined the area and won't let people in or out? How long does it take for gangbangers in New York to start shooting those guys? So I said, uh, that's just, I'm just giving you gangs in New York stuff, folks. This is real, this is real possibilities. Uh, and I wrote, COVID-19 serves as the perfect excuse for economic sabotage. Consid considering the statistics, the entire planet should have been quarantined for the flu, car wrecks, tripping deaths, snake bites, and a myriad of other reasons. This is a false flag and the masses aren't buying it. Then I get this comment from the typical person who doesn't understand, goes, Italy's on totally lock total lockdown. Is that a false flag uh, as well? 16 million people staying home. And I, I just had to come back and go, doesn't understand the term false flag. That doesn't mean it's not happening. That means it was manufactured. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a, it's a high probability. And what people aren't realizing is like, I don't know what the number is, but I think it's like 26 to 29,000 up to 74,000 people every year die of the flu virus. How come there's, how come we haven't shut down everything from that? That's why I said in, in my tweet, the flu, well, how come we haven't yeah. quarantined everybody? Yeah, that's the, the same thing. Let's get so rid of let's it's get, fear let's, fear mongering. And oh, by the way, I had bat soup last week, and suddenly I'm not feeling good. Um, it's not. It's just not bat soup. It's not a. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. When you put together all the pieces of the puzzle, you know that it's uh, most likely uh, because it attacks a specific DNA, people without Neander the Neanderthal gene. I asked my son. My friend, does that mean because it is attacking a certain DNA group of people on the planet, does that mean pretty much ensure that it was lab created? He said yes. So it's, you know, I, 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 you can only get through to so many people though, right? Yeah. They're some all going to. They won't believe you, even if, even uh -oh. if it is the truth, they're not going to. Because yeah. people have their own but, belief systems. So that's well, okay. Politician, politician, you know, Cruz and several other politicians have self-quarantined and all this other stuff because they came into contact with, get this, why would somebody have shown up that early to the uh, the GOP, uh, the big convention that they had um, a while back? You know, this was, what, a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. was it, um, where uh, where somebody was showing up and coming in contact with uh, our politicians deliberately who had COVID-19. Um, why would why that person have wandering around that convention? I don't know. So that deep into the country, Washington, D.C., right? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I'm sure somebody out there is going to go, duh, airplanes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so... I had another thought. What was my last? There was something else. So we talked. Oh, and the, I was giving people some 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 hacks um, to protect themselves. You know, if you do feel like you're getting sick, wear a face mask, wash your hands. Like you said, if you don't need to go Absolutely out. Absolutely not. No, go go to jujitsu practice. Wrestle with everyone. Get <laughs> them all sick. Make sure that we build up the antibodies for it naturally, and uh, we all get we all get stronger because of it. Yeah. Like, don't listen to don't listen to the don't listen to the Today Show. Jesus, God help us! All right. 
Yeah, so I think the people that that are the at the biggest risk are you saying is like it's elderly and, and young young people with poor and weak. Friends, it's basically uh, if you have a weak immune weak. system, um, nature will take care of you one way or another. Yeah, Some just don't. Just you. You better hope you don't run across the coronavirus right after you were given vaccines, mm. because mm. your immune system's run down from fighting what they injected into you. Yeah, and then you come in contact with the coronavirus. Then you got big problems. Yeah, I heard. I don't know if you saw this, but somebody just texted me. I haven't investigated yet, but I, I heard that the CDC just lost a um, case in court, and somebody texted me and said they can no longer say that uh, shots uh, are that no longer cause autism. I guess it, it was proved in court, but I again, I have to go look it up. I don't know. I haven't even had autism, time. Autism. It's it's easy to say. Um, Autism-like symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to define autism, because there's physical and mental autism, there's a lot of different variations and severities of it and stuff. So you can say um, autism-like symptoms, they suffered from it now because right after right. they got the vaccine or whatever. But yeah, it's um, we've, we've covered plenty on that. But no, but anyway, uh, yeah, chemical-free body, buddy. That's why I can talk and breathe. Yeah, well, that's, pr- that's pretty freaking awesome. So, um, yeah, man, this, uh, well, hopefully this whole thing, uh, my whole thing that the message that I wanted to get out today was if, you know, don't buy into the fear, um, cause you know, fear itself is going to lower your immune system. When people get into a frightened state, that's going to energetically lower your immune system and you're going to become weaker and more susceptible. We just have to be smart about these things. Like, for me, for years now, I've been people are like, "Oh, don't shake my hand. I've I've got a really bad cold. I don't want to give it to you." And I'm like, "No, shake my hand. I want. I have a great immune system now." And they think they look at me like a dog with a weird noise because I'm like, "Bring it on!" Like because I want to be. I'm part of nature, and I've worked so hard to build up my gut, and my bacteria, and you know, my health and my immune system. I'm just not. A, I don't live in fear anymore about that stuff. You know, and uh, you know, I don't put Purell on my hands when I'm going in and out of grocery stores, and. Because what a lot of people don't know is like when you put these antibacterial uh, soaps and cleansers and stuff on your hands, it goes right through your skin and into your bloodstream and kills your good bacteria, which is your immune system. So you're actually making yourself more susceptible to getting something, and that Purell stuff or antibacterial soaps and gels like that that are like that, it says on there kills 99.9%. So it leaves 0.1 behind and makes it stronger. So we're actually breeding stronger bacteria so that someday – you know, our immune systems have more taxation and maybe they won't be able to take care of it, especially for people that are not taking care of their immune system and not, you know, on a health transformation journey. So it's, it does the exact opposite. It's one of those conspiracy theories, right? Uh, Maybe you guys should have an episode about, you know, antibacterial soaps and the downsides of that. I know a guy that would be a really good guest for you. (laughs) So yeah, we'll do that. We'll, We'll have to do that. But you know, the thing is, is, um, how many people, I mean, you know, the stuff exists in my house. I don't use it. I get yelled at for not using it. Uh, I, I, I'll just run my hand underwater. Yeah, um, just old soap and water. So before we wrap up here, guys, we're going to take another short break and um, get you some good information on this break. So check it out. And then when we get back, we will return and wrap up with UFC world champion and Hall of Famer Pat Militich. And we'll be back real soon. When I wake up in the morning, I ask myself, 
How am I going to nourish myself today? That's where Green 85 has made that an easy task. Packed full with nutrient-dense quality ingredients, it ensures me that I'm starting my day off right. Green 85. I'm health coach Tim James from chemicalfreebody.com. We're offering you a great opportunity to try our health coaching for free. So click on the get offer button to book a free 30-minute health coaching call. Also, as a thank you for booking with us, I'm going to give you this uh, free copy of our gut detox guide for you to download. This is a $67 value. You're going to love it. We use it with all our coaching clients. I use it myself. So book your health coaching call right now, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, Health Heroes, Tim James here. I'm back with UFC world champion and Hall of Famer, the Grand Poobah, Pat Militich. We're talking about the coronavirus and getting off on a few tangents. So, Pat, what would you, how would you like to wrap up on the coronavirus? Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, well, I would say this. Um, stay invincible. Be hard to kill by anything, whether it be knife, bullet, attackers, uh, viruses, cancer, diabetes. Stay strong, train, eat right, take chemical-free body, and uh, live a long life and uh, take care of your kids, man, and have a good good time. Walk them down the aisle for their weddings and, uh, you know, make sure that they're uh, well off on their life before you decide to to head off into the, the meadowland, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah, that's good advice, man. Um, not living fear. That's not all we living can do. In fear. Yeah, that's all we can do. So that's why I, uh, you know, do my best to um, get up every morning at 4 a.m. and go to the gym and work out at 5. And my 15 year old daughter went with me this morning, worked out at 5 a.m. with me and my buddy. Uh, nice. we did back, we did a back workout and we were going to do some sprints on the treadmill, some inclined sprints. But my daughter had done four miles in like Breckenstock sandals or something, uh, goofing around on the she went for a, a run in sandals, and um, her uh, bottoms of her feet were so blistered that she she can't run right now. So that's pretty impressive that your fifteen year old daughter was there with you. I, you your, your daughter, your daughters are quite the athletes, right? Sorry, it said on my screen that that everything froze. Could you hear everything I said? I can hear everything. It was just a, it was just frozen, so it's no big deal. We're back now, but okay. Talk as long as your you daughters, man, okay. they're they're kind of following your footsteps, right, with the rowing and swimming. Um, you know what? My daughters are amazing, man. They're, they're, they're great students. Um, I was not a great student. I, um, I had a little imprinting from my, my brothers who were 10 and nine years older than me and seven years older than me. And, um, where like my oldest brother was one that he quit school when he was 16. He got in an argument with my dad, left the house his sophomore year of high school, moved out, moved in with a gorgeous 35 year old blonde who was, I mean, it, it was crazy. You know, that was unheard of back in those days. And, uh, you know, my brother looked like Clint Eastwood, but he was six foot five. And every, every place that he walked into, the women would literally, I don't care who these women were sitting with, their husbands, their kids, uh, women, they would just go, holy shit. That's just, I, my brother was just a, a big, good-looking dude. Um, and so I, I went, he, he left school, became a multimillionaire by, by the time he was 22, and so I didn't really focus on school, not to go off on a tangent about myself, but my kids, um, they've, you know, thank God their, their mother is, um, 
former or chiropractor uh, from from Canada, Montreal, and uh, she runs the house like a general. And the kids have always gotten very good grades. Always been very responsible. She's trained awesome. them well. And uh, yeah, my daughter got a my oldest daughter got a scholarship to go to uh, Jacksonville University for rowing and academics. Nice. My 15-year-old's already getting offers from schools, and my six-year-old is going to be a machine. She's very, very smart. So I'm very, very lucky, man. I'm very, very blessed. Very blessed that my wife still even allows me to, I'm very blessed that my wife even allows me to stay here still. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. (laughs) I still sleep here. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, It's been quite a ride being your, your spouse. You know what? I'm an I'm an asshole. I'm gonna just say it. I have been an asshole in the past. I'm not. Uh, I've done dumb shit. I have. I've done dumb shit my whole life. So I shouldn't. I certainly want to be. Wouldn't want to be married to somebody like me. So you know, it is. Well, we're gonna it have is. to work on that self. That self um, image, Pat, because you're not an asshole anymore, are you? Too much. Well, I'm, only when you need to be. Maybe I'm an asshole. How's that? well i think you're uh i think you're an awesome person um besides all the you know the fame and accolades and all the stuff the shiny object stuff when it boils down to it you're just a real honest good decent human being and you mean well likewise sir i think that's why i gravitated towards you and uh we've you know built this friendship over the last few years and you know you've always done what you said and said what you've done and and, well, you know uh, what's, you know what I did. One thing I did realize in life, it took me too long to notice. Or being a fighter, and this is something that. Uh, sorry to hold you up, but uh, no, you're fine. Um, Tom, Tom, and Terry Brands, the head, the head and assistant wrestling coaches at the University of Iowa. You know, there was a documentary about Iowa wrestling, and uh, back when the Brands boys were actually wrestling mm-hmm. underneath Dan Gable. You know, one of them in a documentary said, you know, to be a to be a top wrestler, you have to be an asshole. You've got to be a taker, not a giver. Mm-hmm. Um, you've just got to be a selfish human being, and that's what being a fighter is too. Um, it's a it's a very uh, rough business, and uh, there's only room for one person. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of great doctors out there who can be called the best doctors, right? Because they're all doing miraculous things, but there can only be one fighter who can be called the number one best guy in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's a very dog eat dog. Um, you know, alpha driven thing. So it took me a long, lot longer to figure out that, that I was here and we're all really here to help other people. And that's yeah. what, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Um, so I'm just figuring that out as I go by, go along. And, and, uh, you know, I've always coached people. I've always tried to help people, but it's a different feeling now. It's a different feeling. Yeah. yeah. yeah and I, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people know that, you know, you do a lot of combat training for military military veterans uh law enforcement you're training them and kids and you'd have you know um kids coming over to your gym and and training them or you're going now and and you're really giving back to the community and showing women how to protect themselves and you yeah, know a lot no, of that's, you don't know, know they have the a, level of techniques if you're given you a know. gift like you're given you've given the gift of being passionate about helping people be healthy with your products and about what they eat and things like that and that's that's a gift. It is because you, you gravitated towards that. You educated yourself in it, and now you can educate others. So I can educate people in yeah how to take care of themselves uh, in in pretty scary situations. I've I've done it numerous times, and um, it seemed to have worked out for the most part. And I'm yeah. still here. So yeah, 
But that, yeah, you're still here. You're doing well. You recovered. In fact, I remember you you got in a pretty rough accident with your pickup. You totaled your truck and came out kind of unscathed, right? I mean, you had some probably some issues there. From I had some, what, I, I had some facial lacerations and, and my knees were jacked up from crushing the dash uh, from Jesus. the impact from hitting a tree. But um, but I was able to walk out, walk away from it, and go get stitches in my face. And um, I probably shouldn't have. Um, probably shouldn't be alive through that one. That was a bad one. That was uh, yeah. hit a hit an oak tree, and so it is what it is. But uh, there's a little grace I, there. I, I, I've I've come to the conclusion that um, I am on about my seventh or eighth life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just did. I did a lot Maybe of crazy you have stuff. Some cat genes inside of you, so you better be careful if you're getting up there. Around <laughs> Dude, I did. I did so much crazy stuff when I was little. I blew myself and my friends up. Uh, one time with a five gallon, five gallons of gasoline, I blew up the entire backyard. Um, <laughs> it knocked all the pictures and, and rocks and stuff. All my, uh, a bunch of my neighbors' walls. Whoa. It cracked windows around the neighborhood. Uh, my <laughs> friends had, my friends had their hair was looked like chunks of melted tar, and they had skin hanging off of their arms and their faces. Oh yeah, I did things right when I was a kid, buddy. Jeez, I thought I was a rebel out living out in the country doing stuff. Yeah, we used to, you know, we were, I think, God, I was like probably seven or eight. And my buddy, uh, his dad was a cop and we got into his dad's ammo. And uh, we're little kids. And we took the, we took a bunch of the ammo out to the garage and we'd lay them down and we'd hit them with hammers. <laughs> we didn't know any better, man. We just, look, aim it away from you. Just aim it yeah. away from you. you know? Yeah. We kind of did similar things. We would tape marbles to the shotgun shells, throw them up in the air, and take off running. And then we we got smarter. We would then we would just take a hacksaw and then cut the top off and dump the BBs out. That way it would it would make a big boom all the time, and then we didn't have to worry about the pellets because you know, yeah, seven times out of ten you'd throw it up, it wouldn't hit right, so it wouldn't go off. Right, right, right. But when you take the bullets, the the BBs out, you know, um, the birdshot or whatever you want to call it, then it would the weight would be in that end. It would just, it would boom every time. So then we used them as like to scare the shit out of people. We'd tape them up and I mean, downtown each, you know, we'd throw them up in there and they'd go forever and then boom next to somebody and they'd jump out of their skin and we'd laugh. Oh, yeah. oh that'd be loud. Very loud. Yeah. Really loud. Well, yeah. cool. Well, Pat, thanks for coming on. Um, really appreciate thanks, you man. taking time out of your evening, um, away from your family and, and yeah. all that stuff to, come on here and you know give a different perspective on the coronavirus um i definitely learned a few things and it's something i'm gonna obviously put a little bit more time into on my research because yeah um, tell your tell your listeners i just tell your listeners hey man um just go research stuff yourself if you go over to uh the conspiracyfarm.com the conspiracyfarm.com um and you listen to any of our episodes go research it and prove us wrong tell us tell us Tell us how we're wrong. Tell us the, the the documents that you found that say we're wrong. That's all I ask. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to be proven wrong. I'd love to be proven wrong on a lot of this stuff. You know, that's that's how we learn. Citizen journalism, man. Well, and the thing of it is, is like if 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 something comes up, I already know this. Like if 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 you get shown a different way and that what you were saying wasn't correct, then you're going to say great. And then you're going to let everybody know what is correct, you know. Because you're well, just trying to get the to thing. the truth. If, if I tell somebody, or if I even send someone a link to an article backing up what I'm saying, 
a lot of times, nine times out of 10, they won't click on the link. And the ones that do will read about a paragraph of it and go, this guy's full of shit and, and go back to what they were doing. But if I ask you to go search for yourself and you find it, you discovered it, and then you own it, and then you will read it, and you will either spit it out as bullshit, or you'll say, that's actually plausible. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so that's, that's the way I do things now. I don't send anybody links. People say, prove what you're saying. Provide links. Provide evidence. And I go, no, that's your job because I want you to discover it also. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's cool. that's kind of the way I do things, and it works. It works a lot. I've I've swayed a lot more people that way um, into at least considering the alternatives and having a contrarian thought process than saying, "No, here's a link. This proves what I was saying," because they they yeah. won't listen to that. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. it really boils down to the belief, you know. So I think that's a good idea. So you get that first person experience, and and when they discover it for themselves, they take ownership of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, all I say is like, that's the one thing I've learned, you know, as, um, through my whole health transformation was I learned that I don't know very much at all. And I've learned to become very open minded to a lot of stuff that I thought was, you know, so unquote quackery or woo woo. Right. And it turns out that this stuff's been around a long time. It's worked for people for a long time. It yeah. worked for me and it's worked for a lot of my, you know, thousands of coaching students that we've helped over the last decade right. and um it's proved itself to be self-evident and, and true you know yeah. and there's been a few things that i've tried that didn't work and then i say okay that didn't work but um again pat thanks for thanks for coming on tonight appreciate it and guys don't forget to check out um pat militich and jeffrey wilson over at the conspiracy farm um they're on itunes and soundcloud and where else are you youtube are you guys on youtube We've got some videos on YouTube. We got demonetized on YouTube, but they can go to theconspiracyfarm.com and uh, all of our all of our episodes are there and all of our sponsors are also there. Including oh, that's right. Yeah, theconspiracyfarm.com. The There's you have a s sponsors there that do like survival gear and and uh, uh, C4 clothing. We've got uh, yeah, uh, my patriot supply. We've got chemical free body. Yep. Uh, ACI medicine, which is a, more of a local business, but he Sean Snyder does a great job. Um, yep. analyzing people's blood work and telling them what's 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 killing them and why they're messed up um so yeah we've got uh and we're bringing on some new sponsors three new sponsors i'll let jeff uh talk about those when we do our all right that's fantastic well um next time we do this we'll have to get jeffrey on with with us and um until next time health heroes um uh you guys remember to change yourself and that's how you change your world Thanks again, Pat, for coming on, brother. We'll see you again real soon. Thanks, Tim. Bye, guys. Oh, yeah, it's time, Health Hero, to jumpstart your energy and burn that fat with the simplest, healthiest, most badass detox and nutrition system on the planet. Grab your jumpstart bundle today at chemicalfreebody.com forward slash health hero.